statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's The Rush with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. We couldn't do diddly-poo offensively. We sucked. The second half, we sucked. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Horse I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. Coaching, we all, all, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked in that second half. It sucked. It stunk. Man, I have a real uh, love-hate relationship with that audio clip, Travis. One um, small amount of love because... Old Jim Mora press conferences are amazing. But mostly hate because if we're playing that, then OU got drubbed the night before. And that's, yeah, exactly what happened last night in Waco. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, it's, we're playing it far too much. I'll put it that way, Tyler. We're playing it far too much. Uh, but I do I do enjoy it for sure. It's, uh, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure, but. Yeah, tough game, tough game uh, on the road. And I think if you went into this week and said, hey, look, if you go one and one, that's a heck of a good week against these two teams. Yes. Well, (laughs) you just got to go beat Kansas now, right? Yeah, I – yeah, they've been terrible on the road, but it's you know, I it's hard not to think, well, God, they're going to get it right on Saturday finally when they come to Norman. But yeah, if you if you go one and one this week, I, I would have always taken that. But I uh, I just wish it was a uh, closer and a more entertaining basketball game last night. And unfortunately, the issues that we've been talking about for the majority of conference play was a thing last night. Like from the free throw line, they were okay, thirteen of sixteen. That wasn't an issue. That didn't cost you the game. But here's your stat, Travis. OU turned the ball over twelve times. Baylor just five. But Baylor had 22 points on those 12 turnovers. 22 points on those 12 turnovers. Maybe that didn't single-handedly lose you the game, but I don't know if anything had a bigger factor in losing the game than those than those numbers right there. I mean, it's it's a simple game, right, Tyler? It's take care of the ball and make shots. Like you'll you'll win every game if you do that, but yeah, after after holding onto the ball, after protecting the ball decently, you know, to have that many turnovers, it's just tough because the the game that Oklahoma has to play to win, obviously, if they make, you know, if they catch fire from three or whatever, all bets are off. But Oklahoma has to turn the other team over and win in transition. They have to be the ones with the gaudy transition numbers and points off turnover numbers. That's the way the team has to win because if they don't. They tend to get bogged down in the half-court offense, and you don't want to just play the entire game out of your half-court offense. You yeah, can't. No, you simply you can't. can't. You won't win the basketball game. So it's already bad enough when you're getting bogged down in that half-court and being forced to go through it. 
it's even worse when you're putting yourself at a deficit by turning the ball over and giving them those fast break opportunities, giving them those points off turnovers. It was not a fun game to watch last night, not entertaining for the OU fan, and all the while, Travis, I had to watch that camera angle the same time that Ugh. OU's uh, having difficulty scoring. That was that was a rough watch last night, a really rough watch. Well, and, and that's the thing. It's an awesome arena. I mean, I would love to have one just like it in Norman. With all that done, it's like, how did you not figure out the camera angle? And it's not like these people are not watching the game either. Surely Baylor fans that don't oh, get man. to make it to the games, I mean, they watch a lot more Baylor games than you or I do. So they've got to be changing that. They're either going to have to move some seats and move it farther down, put it in you know, one of the club areas. They're going to have to do something because it is disgusting. Do you think they did that on purpose with the new arena to make the TV experience so awful that you feel like you have to go to the game for a better experience? Hey, I've playing, I've heard crazier. <laughs> I've heard crazier. I'll tell you what, that that's kind of akin to my uh to my Chipotle burrito conspiracy theory. Um for a while I was going to get, you know, the Chipotle burritos and I would you know, always have it like they'd roll it and it was just messy. They couldn't get it all in. It was, you know, running down the side. It was, it was not good. And I had it in my mind, Tyler, that it, that Chipotle wants you ordering bowls. They're quicker. They're easier. You don't, you don't have to roll them. You don't have to worry about portions nearly as much. So I thought that they were basically tanking their burritos in order to get me to start ordering bowls. So I think you're on to something. Yep. I think you're on to something. I think they could be tanking the camera angles. But that's the thing. Isn't that what we, we say all the time, Tyler? It's, man, college basketball, college football, it's all declining in attendance. Live sports overall, they're declining in attendance because the product at home is getting even better and tickets are expensive, parking is is, is a mess a lot of the times, concessions are expensive, this, that, and the other. Maybe Baylor's just fighting that. You never know. Yeah, the home-watching experience was not great last night. Lloyd says Baylor should be embarrassed by their camera angle. Well, they they adjusted it uh, early in the game. At first, it looked like we were watching a camera that was parked about a mile away from the actual court. I'm like, what is going on here? I can't watch this entire game like this. And it improved a little bit, but not much. So you had the camera angle, and you had the uh, the, uh, awkward Chris Spatola who, when the game was going to break, kept saying, he's wet. And it was just really, I don't know if anyone else thought it was awkward, but, man, I thought it was awkward. It kept happening. He's wet. Like, like that's how we're sending it to the break, huh? Fascinating. Now, man, you're going to need to clip that for some audio. Yes, please do. <laughs> make, it a, make it a sound drop. Did you not notice that, though, that he kept saying that? Talking about I, I Baylor noticed- three-point shooters? Yeah, I, I've noticed that he said it. I didn't. I, I didn't feel it was excessive, um, perhaps as much as you did. Makes Maybe one of us. I mean, I'm. Here's the thing. I'm gonna have to just take your word for it because Tyler ain't no way in hell. I'm rewatching that one. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. If if you had to rewatch all the games from so far this year, and you could omit one, like that's the game that you don't want to watch back is last night's game. For multiple right. reasons, right? I like I like to watch the games back and 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 keep an eye on some things and and see if I can pick up on something different. Nope, not last night. 
He also said uh, at the start of the second half, or as the second half was getting underway, Chris Patola, quote, I hope they did some soul-searching at halftime. They are playing with no life, no emotion, end quote. Yeah, maybe. You, you normally don't hear that from a color analyst on a basketball TV call. Like, I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm just saying you normally don't hear something like that. Perhaps, perhaps I'll rewatch it on mute. Maybe that's the key. But with, you know, if the team was ever going to have life, it would hopefully be when Porter comes out and denies that he's looking around, that he's talking to anybody else, and doubles down on his commitment to this team, the future of this team, the trajectory of this team, you would think, you know, on the road, he's just doubled down in the media, that that would be the time that the team comes out a little more on fire, at least emotionally. Yeah, maybe he'll grab the microphone after the game on Saturday and do the, uh, I'm not leaving. It's the long game, Tyler. Yeah, It's the long game. He He wanted to, he knew, he knew KU was coming up. He knew we've had Billy Tubbs Day coming up, and it's he. It's he, Porter's a smart guy, man. He he tanked against Baylor just to set up the moment against Kansas. No starters last night in double figures. Sam Goblin with four, and then you had Jalen Moore, Los, Owe, and McCollum all with nine points apiece. So, uh, piece. Sorez, the only player in double figures at seventeen, but he got he got injured last night, so. We'll see about that one with the ankle injury. Hughley had the knee injury, so not not great to uh, be facing a couple of injuries at this point in the year. Doug and Norman is not happy with the uh, half-court offense of OU. Doug and Norman says OU's half-court offense consists of dribbling or meaningless passes 30 feet from the basket, killing 20 to 25 seconds off of the 30-second shot clock every time. I see one more win this season, but can't tell you who. I mean, not off base. The the half-court offense is struggling big time, and it really shows, Tyler, it really shows when Los is turning the ball over because uh, yesterday he had a season-high five turnovers and only four assists. And this is a guy um, that has been top three in assist-to-turnover ratio in the Big 12. So despite... You know, some of his three-point shooting hasn't gone like we had hoped. Uh, some of the, the finishing, he still hits the floater. But it, Los hasn't taken the step that we all thought he might this yeah. year. But he's been good with assist-to-turnover ratio. Last night, four assists, five turnovers. That's going to that's gonna tank your offense right there. Uh, from the 918, not to mention the call. With the walk-on at the end of the game, you would have thought they won the championship. Yeah, that that was unnecessary, and that just added um, that just added a little bit more sting to the loss. It's like, oh, they keep showing the the whole crowd chanting for the walk-on at the end of the bench to get it in the game, and then even he nails a three on you at the end of the game last <laughs> night. I'm like, God, insult really? Insult to injury. Jeez, even he hits a three, and then the, they're going crazy on the broadcast. Even the even the official had to smile at that one. It's like, man, glad Baylor's having a really good night. God. Not fun over here. Yeah, not at all. I guess, I guess when it rains, it pours, uh, especially from deep, apparently. But yeah, it's it's odd when the national guys start to, you know, you get it sometimes with the home team, Tyler. You start to get they start to get wrapped up in a little bit of the. A little bit of the, the 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 home juice, if you will. That happened at UCF. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Like UCF, it felt like it felt like it was a 
a, a UCF commercial the entire broadcast. I mean, pretty, pretty, pretty wild stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, you got to play better. Go in the basketball. Give them a reason to talk about you. Give, give them a reason to gloat about your coach, about your players, all that kind of stuff. Because you know, the the broadcast can be can be one way until they can't deny how good OU's playing, and and OU has not given them reason to lately. Uh, I guess some breaking news from the uh, parade in Kansas City. One dead, nine injured after the shooting near the Chiefs parade. Police say two people were taken into custody. So um, this is a much more serious thing. Like last year, it was just, you know, it got crazy at the Chiefs parade, but I remember there were certain fans disappointed at Chiefs players for how hammered they were at the parade last year. And Travis Kelsey was having him a good old time today, but this is its a lot more serious with at least one person dead and nine injured after a shooting like this. I, I don't know if this changes anything with parades moving forward or anything, but this is um, it's a, it's a sad day for what should have been a celebration all day long for Chiefs fans. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure a ton of the details. I'm just learning about this now, but yeah, I hope. You know the the nine recover uh, fully, but it'll be. Inter- I don't think it'll affect parades going forward much. I think there might be added security at them. Perhaps the fact that it didn't, the fact that shots didn't ring out, as far as I know, like across the parade. Like, I, I think that would kind of protect the future of those a little bit. But yeah, Chiefs fans, if 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 they if they're upset about people, the Chiefs fans drinking, then. Willie Gay laying on the ground with his shoes and a bottle of Hennessy shirtless <laughs> is not is not going to be uh, one of their favorite images of the day. But hopefully, like I said, hopefully those nine recover. Just stuff you hate to see, man. Yeah. You hate to see it. Well, um, if uh, when excuse me when OU football wins its next national championship, I don't think we're going to need to be worried about the players or the coaches and how they act. I- I'm concerned about how the text line is going to act at the OU football championship parade. Oh my goodness! If you want to start singling out texters, here's your opportunity to do so. I think we'll both immediately say Gunny, but yeah, it'll be wild. What, with the, uh, I'll tell you what, we need to get in contact with one of the digital billboard folks. And when that parade happens, we should just publish the text line in real time onto <laughs> a billboard near the Scrolling parade. Scrolling down? Yes, that'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People staring at that driving down the road. That's not hazardous <laughs> or anything. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what we need to do. All right, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Keep it rolling there. Will OU Texas be at 230 this upcoming season? Chris Del Conte says he's trying. We'll give you the details and a whole lot more coming up next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at rightwayinsurance.com. That's Rightway Insurance at 405-607-6014. 
The Gimme Zone is back in 2024. Join Golf Digest panelists Brian Vineyard and myself, Josh Elmer, every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. as we break down and dissect everything in the world of golf right here on The Ref and the KREF app. Hear from great guests and from the game's biggest stars as we spend every moving day with you. From February at Pebble Beach, through the majors, to the Tour Championship in September, the number one choice for golf coverage in the state of Oklahoma, it's right here on The Ref. Take off with an exciting career in the aerospace industry. At Francis Tuttle, we're shaping futures with our aerospace composite and fabrication class. Dive into hands-on training, mastering cutting-edge materials and techniques. In just one month, gain the skills you need to join the growing aerospace industry. Our composites and fabrication classes are now forming. Visit us at www.francistuttle.edu aerospace and enroll today. Francis Tuttle, training the future workforce today. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Things like grass clippings and leaves can contribute harmful levels of nutrients into our surface and drinking water. We must improve water quality at Lake Thunderbird, our main drinking water source, which begins with taking care of our stormwater. Bag your clippings when mowing or leave them to break down and nourish your lawn. We drink our stormwater, so don't blow it by leaving your grass clippings in the street. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. My daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabdoid tumor on the spine. They sent her straight to St. Jude. My hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes all the difference in the world. When I found out I didn't have to pay, I was just grateful. They saved my baby's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. More than 600,000 Oklahomans have disabilities. We can't afford to leave great employees behind just because they do things differently. Who we are and what we accomplish are much more important. Hire an Oklahoman with a disability and gain dependability, commitment, and lower turnover. Reach out. Oklahoma Rehabilitation Services, OKDRS.gov. 1-800-845-8476. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council The Rush on the ref, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. There was a town hall meeting last night in Austin, and it was led by Texas Athletic Director Chris Del Conte, or CDC as they call him down there. 
And he addressed multiple things, including the kickoff time, potentially, for OU in Texas. Here's what uh, CDC had to, had to say. It's exciting. One of the things I'm also looking at is moving our OU game to 2.30 ABC. So that would be fantastic, too. I guess CDC is leading the charge all by himself, Travis. It's solely up to him to change the game time. It's what it sounded I mean, like to me. I mean, why is he – first of all, do we want the game changed to 2.30, Tyler? I'm, I'm thinking I'm, 11 a.m. is kind of perfect for me. I mean, it, it really as far as, like, tradition goes. and I think it's just about perfect right now. So, I guess there are a couple questions. Did, has he been talking to Joe C. about this? Has he been talking to Sankey, obviously, about it? Or does he just think that's what his fans want to hear? So he's saying he's, quote-unquote, working on it. Or, oh, we're just we're putting this out as a, as a possibility. Like, wh- what do you think – how close do you think he is to actually that being true, you know? It's exciting. One of the things I'm also looking at is moving our OU game to 2.30 ABC. So that would be fantastic, too. One of the things I'm also looking at is moving the game to 2.30 on ABC. Now, right, just looking at it. Yeah, weird. And, and I think it was around, was it the start of last football season? I, I can't remember exactly what it was. I think Joe C. said it on these airwaves that they would like to move it to 2.30. I think he said it a day or a couple of days after uh, CDC said it down there as well. So this isn't the first time we've heard both sides say that they would like to move it to 2.30. Here is just Chris Del Conte saying it again. It was just I, I just had to laugh that it. He made it sound like he was leading the charge to uh, to move the game time, as if that's his decision and his decision alone. Right. One, yeah. One of the things I'm looking at, because phrasing it that way would suggest that he has options that he can choose from. Well, we have 11 a.m. We have noon. We have 2:30, and we have the 7 p.m. Uh, night kick that everyone uh, is curious about, and I get to choose between those kickoff times. And we, uh, you know, we asked for a Wednesday night game, but the Big Twelve already uh, has that slate uh, spoken for. I, uh, I, I think I'd be a lot cooler with two thirty than uh, than you would. Now, at this point, I, my body is engineered for eleven a.m. games. I can handle that. I do that multiple times throughout the year, and I'm certainly programmed to do that that weekend, but. Yeah, not having to get up so early. Like I, I, I can, I can, I can get down with moving the thing to two thirty. I just, I just wonder what's going to be the norm moving forward. I, I kind of think that you're going to have a little of both. Like I'm sure that uh, that uh, ESPN slot two thirty's always been big for the for the SEC. I'm sure they're going to want to put that game there some years, but maybe some other years. Yeah, it's eleven a.m. on on ABC or, or somewhere else. So I'm going to guess it's not – like we, we always just say, let's OU Texas, it'll be at 11 a.m. My guess, Travis, and it's purely a guess, is that we can't just pencil in the kickoff time to that game anymore like we have for the past, what, decade or so. Yeah, that's a good point. And Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe each of the last two years, Alabama and A&M has been the 230 CBS on that day, correct? Yeah, was Alabama even the uh, A&M even the night game two years ago? Remember when OU had the 28-7 comeback and A&M beat Alabama? I thought that was a, a night game. That, that was a night game. I think last year it might have been the 230. Because what, what would they put – what would they have put over that 
in that 230 slot. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. I'll have to go back. But I think maybe the reason that 230 is preferred, like you said, it's it's seen as the SEC's biggest slot, right? It's seen as that kind of, hey, we're, we're here and uh, we're the best rivalry game in this conference now because we're the best rivalry game in the country. And that's why we're going to be at 230 because you guys seem to uh, think that 230 – CBS, that is your guys' theoretically prime timer. You know? yeah. So so maybe that's where CDC's coming from on it, is like, hey, in the SEC, they play their big games at 2.30. That's why I'm trying to do it, because we want them to realize how big this game is, something like that. Did you hear all those applause in the background from, from Texas fans, by the way? One of the things I'm also looking at is moving our OU game to 2.30 ABC. So that would be fantastic, too. Maybe they're just required to clap after everything he says at the town hall meeting, but if well, not, maybe, some seemed excited about that. Or maybe because, you know, the clip starts right there, and it's, it's, it's clear he's talking about the OU game at 2.30 in addition to something. So maybe the first part of that is, all right, I'm looking at giving free beer and ice cream <laughs> to everybody in the stadium, and I'm thinking about, the OU game being a 230, uh, may- and then people applauded. Maybe that was the point where he said that he's bringing corny dogs to uh, the stadium next year at Texas. Yeah. Because he did say that yesterday. Corny dogs are coming to DKR down there in Austin. Man, how original. Yeah, how original. I think that was uh, – I-, I don't know if they still do that at OU, but that was a thing a, a couple of years ago. They're getting grass in 2026 as well. I, I know. A lot of things were uh, revealed last night. It's about time they catch up to us. Dave from Norman says it was a night game two years ago, talking about A&M and Alabama there. Uh, KW918 says, as someone that has sent a 1,000 texts complaining about 11 a.m. kickoffs, I'd concede playing the Cotton Bowl at 11 a.m. every year as long as that is the only 11 a.m. kickoff we have to endure for the season. The good part about that game being at 11 a.m. is you can – because, dude – how many times do I, I – it's the best meal of the year after you beat those idiots down there. Not Thanksgiving, not Christmas. You, you beat Texas, and that night is the best meal of the entire year. An 11 a.m. game puts you at a pretty prime dinner spot down there after you, after you win that one. So, oh. so that is the beauty of 11 a.m. in my eyes. For sure. And, Tyler, if, if Sankey said, hey, Tyler, uh, Greg here, uh, we're going to let you pick two – SEC games to kick off at 11 a.m. Would you say one of them Texas? Um, like if you have to, I don't want it to, to be a home game. Yeah, slots. I don't want it to be a home game in Norman at 11 a.m. So okay, so that I would say three of them. I would say Texas at home, and I want to get the hell out of Columbia, Missouri, as fast as possible. <laughs> so put the OU Mizzou game at 11 a.m. as well. Yeah, is that? Do you, do you think the text line? likely agrees with that um something like at least texas is one of them basically i I wouldn't pick any i wouldn't pick any home games obviously to be 11 a.m and i would want lsu at night because i i just really want to see that 405 having an 11 a.m cotton bowl game is really safe for the crowd to get out of that area before it gets dark uh recruiting boomer says sure i'd love to leave the texas game at night so i can get robbed all the way back to the truck (laughs) <laughs> all the way back. <laughs> it makes four. it seem like you're going to get robbed multiple times know, as right? you walk. <laughs> Nine, 940, leaving the fairgrounds in South Dallas after a 7 p.m. game. No thanks. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think uh, we're all in the understanding that seven p.m. is not enough. That's that's that's. I don't think that that's ever going to be on the table e- ever. They they could move it home and home, and it may never even be a seven p.m. kick. With how much it's just eleven or two thirty at this point, right? Well, and and it is the the safety and everything like that. Like there's there's just no way, and and most of the people that and I mean to be rude, but most of the people that are like online saying, hey, you know. Uh, this game needs to be in prime time. This game needs to be in prime time. Those are not people that have ever been or will ever go to the game. Cherokee Sooner says a thousand percent agree with Meth Zoo at eleven a.m. Shoot, played at nine a.m. If you want, <laughs> little little breakfast ball. I don't know, but I, I think that's I think that's good. I think Mizzou and Texas, as far as other away games, when we go to the Grove. I want I want some time. You, you that's like the I don't even think the game's the highlight there, or at least the stadium isn't. It's what's going on outside the stadium. Yes, need a few hours at the Grove before kickoff. Exactly. So maybe if I can, I don't know. It, I would go back and forth with if I got to pick the game time of our away games. I'd pick Mizzou at eleven. I'd pick LSU at night. I think my I think my next wish if the genie gave it to me would be Ole Miss at night simply so we could hang out at the Grove all day (laughs) well that's what Will from Morass says so to go with what y'all are saying you get four night games a year which games are you choosing and obviously the opponents are going to change every single year so on this year's schedule Travis you get to pick four night games which one are you choosing oh boy what a oh man it's a good exercise. Half of the I, SEC games are going to be night games. Wow. Okay. New territory. Oh, man. New territory. We're going to have to get used to this. We're going to have some late post My body shows. clock's going to be all messed up this football <laughs> season. Some some late post-game shows. Uh, let's see. I would go Bama at night, Tennessee at night. I'd probably pick South Carolina at 2.30. Since Texas is 11 a.m., Mizzou at 11 a.m. I'll, I'll go Alabama Tennessee, LSU, Ole Miss, and Ole Miss. Okay, Those that's are my four. that's a pretty good four right there. What, would you agree with that? Or would, you, um, would you put Auburn in there? See, instead we're getting of a LSU, lot of LSU. We're getting a lot of LSU. Eleven a.m. Uh, maybe we're being selfish on this. I, I I think anytime you play on the road at eleven a.m. versus a night kick, that's that's got to be at least a slight advantage to the road team, especially at LSU. Like. Yeah, the records are not close. Yeah, like they—it's just not the same environment at 11 a.m. I'm being—I'm being a little bit selfish here. I want to see the best with what LSU has to offer. I want to see OU roll in there at night and and go beat these guys under the lights at Death Valley. That's that's what I want to see. Couldn't agree more. I want the full SEC experience, Tyler, and that's what that is. Uh, Bama, LSU, Auburn, and Ole Miss is their four. Says a texter in the 817. Bama, LSU, Auburn, and Ole Miss. Okay. So no Tennessee, but they want Auburn. So they want more night games. See, I I think you got to have at least two home night games, right, like in this exercise? Yeah. I mean, they they have to get their money's worth out of the LED lights that they bought a couple of years ago. They've only used it about three times in in two years so far. And it would be tougher for me. Like, it's – it's tougher to leave out South Carolina in that because in an ideal world, it would be awesome just to play night games 
every SEC home game. But I know that's not realistic. Sean says, I'll take the night home games. That means more than me, you two, and six other people on Campus Corner after 5 p.m. on a Saturday. There definitely is a lull of the Campus Corner crowd after 11 a.m. games. And, it, and it, it's probably right after we get off the air for our two-hour postgame show. And then it picks back up again at nights. Yeah, I'll say that with night games, I think it's occasionally surprising how dead Campus Corner is early. Like, that's one thing that, you know, other SEC towns, like, when we when we go to Ole Miss, like, I guarantee you, if it's a night game, people aren't rolling out there to start tailgating at 2 p.m. 405, you are being selfish. No LSU at night unless you want a beer bottle in your back. If that's the worst thing that happens to me at LSU for a night game, I think I'd probably take that, Travis. If we win? Just one beer bottle in the back? Yeah, sign me up. If we win, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll take that all day. Four, you, can do one, you can do one in the first half and another in the second half if you want, if we win. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. But, yeah, old CDC down there in Austin saying, hey, guys, I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I'm going to make sure that this game is at uh, 2.30 this year. I guess we'll see at some point uh, here this summer. All right, a lot of text to get to and more things that CDC said and, yes, more college football as well. Keep it locked right here on The Ref. We're the home of Sooner fans. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Are you frustrated with rising insurance costs or confused about your insurance coverage? At Rightway Insurance, each one of their clients is given a dedicated team of experts that work with you to address all of your insurance concerns. They are an independent insurance company that offers personal and business coverage. Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. Or request a free online quote at rightwayinsurance.com. That's Rightway Insurance at 405-607-6014. The Gimme Zone is back in 2024. Join Golf Digest panelists Brian Vineyard and myself, Josh Elmer, every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. as we break down and dissect everything in the world of golf right here on The Ref and the KREF app. Hear from great guests and from the game's biggest stars as we spend every moving day with you. From February at Pebble Beach through the majors to the Tour Championship in September, the number one choice for golf coverage in the state of Oklahoma, it's right here on The Ref. Take off with an exciting career in the aerospace industry. At Francis Tuttle, we're shaping futures with our aerospace composite and fabrication class. Dive into hands-on training, mastering cutting-edge materials and techniques. In just one month, gain the skills you need to join the growing aerospace industry. Our composites and fabrication classes are now forming. Visit us at www.francistuttle.edu slash aerospace and enroll today. Francis Tuttle, training the future workforce today. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Things like grass clippings and leaves can contribute harmful levels of nutrients into our surface and drinking water. We must improve water quality at Lake Thunderbird, our main drinking water source, which begins with taking care of our stormwater. Bag your clippings when mowing or leave them to break down and nourish your lawn. We drink our stormwater, so don't blow it by leaving your grass clippings in the street. 
For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. My daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabdoid tumor on the spine. They sent us straight to St. Jude. My hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes all the difference in the world. When I found out I didn't have to pay, I was just grateful. They saved my baby's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. More than 600,000 Oklahomans have disabilities. We can't afford to leave great employees behind just because they do things differently. Who we are and what we accomplish are much more important. Hire an Oklahoman with a disability and gain dependability, commitment, and lower turnover. Reach out. Oklahoma Rehabilitation Services, OKDRS.gov. 1-800-845-8476. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. GOAT. G-O-A-T. Acronym. Stands for Greatest of All Time. As in... Spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the goat. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. It is the Rush on the Ref, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson. A reminder, if you're looking for something to do this evening, head out to the LNC. There is a big-time basketball game tonight for the OU women. It's the first place in the Big 12, OU women taking on Baylor, a top 25 matchup at the LNC. It's the pink game, Travis. OU women are all alone in first place. And there's even a betting line out on this one. OU minus one and a half over Baylor. But this is um, it's one of the bigger home games of the year for uh, Jenny Bronchek's team. Hey, Jenny's got revenge on uh, some schools that beat up on the men. So, obviously, we remember the big Texas game. Uh, you know, would love for the women who've been playing very, very well. You know, first place, obviously. Uh, would love them to pick up another win. I'm taking, I'm taking Oklahoma to cover that spread easily. You like to to cover the one and a half and to stay all alone in first place. That's your prediction, huh? Oh, you women? Yeah, I think I think they win by six or eight, something like that. Uh, winners of eight straight, man. The turnaround they've had from December twenty second to now has been incredible, man. I, I don't know how many people saw it coming, but to go from losing to Southern at home three days before Christmas to all alone in first place. Like the second half of the Big Twelve slate is is pretty impressive, man. It's yeah, pretty incredible and, turnaround. And they kind of needed it, right, Tyler? I mean, you know, you look at them first place in the Big Twelve. I still think they're ranked behind three or four Big Twelve teams. You know, so they needed it in order to get the seeding. This is the time of year we talk about bracketology, whatnot, right? Seeding, and and what have you kind of done down the stretch to bolster your resume? Man, nobody's done more than Oklahoma. I'll tell you that much. Are you annoyed by how many commercials uh, happen in a college football game now? The fact that a stoppage uh, of play will happen and you see that guy with the clock over there on the field and it says like four minutes. Do you think there's way too much of that going on in the sport? 
Yeah, the most hated man in the uh, stadium yeah. is always that guy that holding up his arm down there, uh, just a couple paces off the uh, off the sideline. Yeah, that guy stinks. Well, I got bad news for you. You're uh-huh. uh, probably going to see him even more um, in games, potentially even this year, but moving forward, because oh my gosh, apparently college football is looking to adopt a two-minute warning for the 2024 season. Ugh. Did Sark or uh, did CDC decide that? Yeah. Too? I'm going to look into a two-minute warning in college football starting this year. Don't worry about me. They're meeting. Uh, college football officials are meeting at the end of this month to discuss the potential adoption of a two-minute warning. Now, the NFL's had that for a long time. College football's never had it. And this means more commercial spots, so I'm just going to guess, Travis, that it probably happens this year, a, a two-minute warning in the sport. Yep. Anything to sell more advertisements, it's going to happen. Man, that's frustrating. God, just leave the sport alone, people. They're going to try to There's... sell us like, no, this creates way more exciting finishes in the game. It adds to the drama. Shut up. You're just trying to get more advertising in this game. What right. are you talking about? Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh... Didn't ESPN and the College Football Playoff just recently negotiate a new deal or something like that worth yes some ridiculous amount of billions of dollars? Like, that wasn't enough? Like, that's not enough. Are, are they looking at their ad revenue and thinking, golly, you know, I don't think we're going to be able to uh, make payroll this uh, this month unless we had one more stoppage. I think one more. <laughs> because, Tyler, it doesn't stop there. You'll have a two-minute warning, and then you'll have a two-minute warning at each quarter, and then you'll have a six-minute warning, and then and then the clock just doesn't doesn't run. Yeah, I mean, and that's my you issue. Time out. You have a I, advertisement I after every play. I don't like hate the two-minute warning in the NFL. I don't. I don't hate it at, at all. Um, I mean, I, I think that there's definitely some good that comes of the two-minute warning in the NFL. The problem for me is they're not adding this in for the benefit of the sport. They're adding this in for the benefit of more and more commercials that we already have during the game. That really, it, it really slows up a game and, and removes a lot of the pace to it, I think. There's just so much that goes on in a game, and that's why they're adding this thing. And you're right, a two-minute warning is in. What, what's next? We're not going back anytime soon. Yeah, they're, they're not going to all of a sudden take stoppages out so they can make less ad revenue. Ugh, that's annoying. I mean, what – do we need a two-minute warning? Even in the NFL, like, what's the point? I get that, you know, things are officiated a bit differently, reviewed a bit differently in the last two minutes, but you don't have to stop the clock to do that. I mean, I'm not sure some of our football historians or, or you, you definitely qualify as such. Oh, thank you. What's the point of the two-minute warning? I don't know what the what the point of it is. Like I, I could at least argue it a little bit better over time in the NFL because the NFL like there were different first there were different rules with the clock after a first down. NFL to college football, right? Like NFL games seemed like they were faster because the the clock didn't stop to reset the chains in the NFL. Now college football is moving more towards the the type of NFL clock things, you know, like we're seeing the clock run more after first downs in the sport. But I, I just, I just hate the idea of this man. Just, just more time uh, of watching a game, but not actually watching the product on the field. Yeah, well, and 
on the Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439, from the 918, what happened to trying to speed up games? <laughs> Seriously. No, it's, it's not – when they say speed up games, they mean speed up to get to the commercials. Exactly. Like they want to speed up the game – so they can get to those two-minute warnings, so they can get to those, you know, need to use the timeouts, so they can do that. It's They need to pack as much advertising into that as possible. So they need less football. That's the problem. And I think that's – Tyler, I don't think – I don't think you and I would be all that much – I mean, we'd be annoyed, but we wouldn't be all that much against it if they were like, hey – we're going to add something that's going to make a three-hour game last three hours and four minutes. Like, that's not the issue. Tyler, the issue is they have specific TV slots that these games have to fit into. And the problem is if you continue to take more and more of that time to advertising, they've got to cut out less and less of the game in some way or another, whether that's running clock, whether whether that's you know a limited amount of review time, you know what whatever it is, Tyler, but they have a finite TV window they have to fit into, and they're going to if they could have it their their way, Tyler, they'd have ninety percent commercials in that three hours. Here comes LSU for a thirty-five yard field goal to beat Texas. Will LSU make this field goal and win the game? Find out after four and a half minutes of commercial breaks. Here we go. Right. The kickers are going to exactly. get iced by the uh, all the commercials now. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 sad, but I think back to my point, I think an addition of a 2-minute warning just it's it's a slippery slope, Tyler. It's a slippery slope. Add the 2-minute warning, what's next? What's next? More more commercials, more commercials. Sean is right. It says NFL 2.0. Ugh. And that four-minute timeout is because we got uh, rid of the clock stop in first down. It leads to the formulaic ending we get in the NFL. NFL 2.0 is what he said. And just when it comes to the playoff format and the clock rules and everything, that really feels like that's uh, that's where we're headed. Well, and you already get it in, you know, we could have a conversation about another big topic in college football and people could say NFL 2.0 with NIL. Yep. Right? I mean – in in multiple facets it's not just you know the rules but it's the the compensation the free agency like it's before our eyes it is very much turning into the nfl yeah and i uh, i would like to be hopeful that oh they're just discussing it at the end of the month maybe this won't pass it's an opportunity for more uh, ad revenue of course this is going to pass at the end of the month so get ready to hear in the next few weeks hey two minute warning college football how about that Right, that's the thing is, what, what thing have they ever discussed at meetings that made them more money that they didn't pass? Uh, nothing is the answer to that. Nothing at all. They're going to have to, NCAA is going to start passing an offering plate around, uh, <laughs> around the stands. Oh, I mean, you're not going to tithe? You're not going to give one-tenth oh, to the, uh, okay, interesting. Interesting. Right, oh, fine. Broke Oklahoma. Interesting. 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. More college football next, right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. 
At Bob Moore Nissan, we have the right vehicle and right value for you. Right now, save thousands with low monthly payments and get 1.9% financing. Like a new 2024 Nissan Rogue at 1.9% for 60 months. Plus, we've got Titan trucks at 0%. Over 130 Nissan cars and SUVs to choose from, so shop today. I-35 in Tecumseh or BobMooreNissan.com. 1.9 APR for 60 months on select Rogue trim. $17.48 per month for 1,000 finance. WAC through NMAC. Mike Steely here for my friends at Cavens Emergency Response. Are you prepared for the winter weather? This time of the year, we see pipes burst when we least expect it. That's why Cavens Emergency Services are here for you 24 hours a day. Cavens can prevent further damage, drive structures to minimize mold, and fix pipes. Leave the work to the experts. Cavens is here for you. Call them at Cavens Group today, 405-573-3048, or online at cavensgroup.com. Are you in need of purchasing your own health insurance? Are you turning 65 and confused about Medicare? Are you an employer looking at offering benefits to your staff? Call the agents at Allison Insurance. They'll sort through the confusion. They're not captive to just one company, and they'll get the best option for you. Don't get frustrated. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. Allison Insurance. They are the experts. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms? Before you accept a settlement, call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. As your trusted consultant, Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Valentine's Day is all about love, and we have gifts worthy of the day. Modern heart pendants and fabulous gold necklaces are sure to make her heart skip a beat. She might already have a wish list just waiting for you. If you're looking to outdo Cupid, our Antwerp diamond supplier has brought in the very best Antwerp has to offer. The selection and the prices are oh so sweet. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. Smile Train celebrates the cleft lip and palate community by empowering medical professionals in over 70 countries to perform essential cleft care in their local communities. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org/learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. When students struggle because they are hungry or fall behind because they lack school supplies, a caring adult can make all the difference, especially someone from the community, someone who knows the students and the obstacles they might be facing. At Communities in Schools, our site coordinators surround students with a community of support to ensure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids all day, every day. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. 
The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Life is full of moments, including difficult and disruptive ones like a cancer diagnosis, which is why the groundbreaking work of Stand Up to Cancer is so vital. They bring together top minds from different fields to find new and better treatments so patients can thrive. Please join Stand Up to Cancer and Myrtle Beach to help families get back to where they belong, making new memories for years to come. Go to StandUpToCancer.org to see how you can join the mission. David's group bringing to the sour of the rush. If you have an, imag- or an emergency 24 hours a day, you know who to call. It's Caven's group at 405-573-3048. If you have an emergency at your home or your office building, 405-573-3048. That's Caven's group. Uh, okay, a lot of text to get to. Let's do text only this segment. Um, Lloyd says they are trying to maximize commercial profits with less game. And it sure feels that way. I would agree with Lloyd on that one. JP Sooner says, in all caps, it gives them more time to script the endings, LOL. Can we get them <laughs> to script time. the endings towards OU winning this time around, maybe? Yeah, right. Who do we have to pay off for that? Screw NIL. We need to pay the script writers off. Rodney from Denton says, if someone would do in-game ads and shorten the commercials, I would actually buy these products. Hell, I might even get a vaccine shot. Nice. I didn't see that one coming at the end there. <laughs> uh, all right. So for those of you on the text line, if you're going to text something decently long, make it wild at the end because Tyler will start yes. reading it and yeah. he'll finish it. So. Most of the time I pre-read these texts or you know, at least have a pretty good idea of where it's going by the opening tone. Rodney from Denton got me on that one. I, I did not see that one coming. Really did. Hey, it's, it's hour one. Hour one for the rush, yeah. man. You just you got two more hours to straighten it out. Lane, uh, excuse me, Lance in South Loco says, did you guys forget that they just eliminated clock stoppage after going out of bounds? Probably eliminated about 15 snaps in an average game. I'm absolutely in favor of anything that results in more snaps. Not sure why anyone would oppose that, especially after the recent change that did the opposite. I'll, I'll let you take that because I feel like we talked about that last segment. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's they, – they keep changing rules, and, and I think our main issue – Tyler, I, I, don't, I think I can speak for you on this. Our main issue is that they're speeding up certain parts of the game, but you're still getting more and more ads. Yep. Like, because the thing is, you forget that they eliminated the clock stop after going out of bound, right? Like, it's – less football it ends up being less and less football again finite tv window 
more ads. It's got to come from somewhere. And so, how much football will will a two minute warning really add? Like may, maybe one more play, M- maybe zero. I, I I don't know how many. It's I don't not think gonna, it'll add any. It I don't may think not it'll add any. anything. Yeah, it may not, man. It may because not. It, because if you just look at it like a math problem, if you add more commercials into that finite TV window, it Tyler, it has to mean less football because you're adding like the the the, the glass is already full. If you pour commercials into it. Stuff's got to come out of it. So, I don't know. I think that, I think that, I think in-game ads are would be a great kind of solution to some of this. But part of what feels dirty about it, Tyler, is when they they pass off money-making and advertising decisions in the in, the, in under the guise of player safety. Like, oh, we're gonna play less snaps. That's less time to get hurt. No, it's also it's less football, man. Like, and I think that's where some of the issues. They'll say, oh, we've reduced the number of snaps, less for injury, but then they'll add more games to the season. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, you add the you 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 increase the NFL schedule, you expand the playoff, so you're doing all these things. You're adding time that they can get injured, but preaching player safety at the same time. It's insane. I am uh, being compared to Ron Burgundy right now, which I do think is fair. But I'm at the mercy of the text line every single day. It is like reading a teleprompter every single day. Every day. Yeah. I have yeah, to you trust just hide it. You just got to hide it at the end. That's the key. Hour two of the rush coming up next.